Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Pitch the Chad, a fastball, and he strokes it dead center. On the run, Lagares at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder picks the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278 if you want to call in. This is the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's 5 Zero loss to the Astros. Jessica Kleinschmidt here, joined by Cody Elias. But we have Ken Korak here. Ken, now you just yes. witnessed history. You witnessed some history out there. I'm yeah, glad that Ver- you were there for that. Yeah, with Verlander in the strikeouts, anytime you can pass Bob Gibson, one of the immortals in the game, uh, he's had a tremendous career. A's fans know all about that, and especially with his exploits in the postseason against the A's. But he was great. Uh, you expect that. And Jared Koenig was able to give the A's seven innings. On a day just when it sounds like maybe the A's, I mean, they might be thinking about a bullpen game tomorrow or maybe calling somebody up from AAA to pitch. And the game turned on one pitch, and that was, as you know, just the uh, slam by Maldonado. Yeah, and I wanted to talk to you about that. You know, the numbers maybe don't present themselves how well Jared Koenig did. He did have that tough second inning, but it looked like he gathered himself as the frames went on. He really took advantage of his opportunity. He did. You're right. It's a great point. And I think it takes some perseverance when you're down 5 nothing, and you're facing a pitcher of the caliber of Verlander. And if not for that pop fly that there was like miscommunication with Garcia and uh, Allen on the right side of the infield, and Altuve got a gift base hit. And, you know, as we said earlier, for Koenig, he would have worked the last three innings in one, two, three fashion in the fifth, sixth, and seventh. So... Uh, credit to him because it's not always easy to bounce back. It's kind of what Blackburn did just on Wednesday against the Rangers when they scored yeah. five runs in the first inning and then he, he was lights out the rest of the way. Now you'd rather not fall behind like that, right? Uh, right. But, and, but and still, it's giving, giving the club innings and saving the bullpen is not a bad thing. I, I agree, and I feel like that really separates pitchers from others. It shows the maturation process, especially with a lot of younger guys getting the start on the mound, and a guy like Koenig, who we weren't expecting him necessarily to get this start because we were hoping Montas would get would be up there. Another guy I wanted to bug you about, Elvis Andrus, is definitely a guy that just has the Astros figured out. Stolen base in this game, continues his dominance against a really tough team. A veteran guy who's low maintenance. What's it like watching this guy shine during a series where, let's face it, the Astros continue to dominate? Well, and the other thing, too, about Elvis is it's off the field, too. He has a profound influence on the young players. And I've kidded him, and he says, no, he doesn't, you know, he's not going to manage when he's done playing. He has a family. But I think that managing or coaching maybe in his future, he's a real positive force in the clubhouse and plays the game the right way. And I think that rubs off on some of the younger players like 
especially Nick Allen, because they, they play up the middle so often with Elvis at short and Nick at second. And, and you're right, he's all the games that he's played against the Astros because of his time with the Rangers. So he has a pretty good feel for their pitching staff, and we saw it again with the, you know, the base hit, like you said, the stolen base in the fourth inning today. And I want to... I think there has to be some bragging rights, right? We think about a Nick Allen and Dermis Garcia. These guys got a base hit off of Verlander despite those 10 strikeouts. I would be somewhat happy in that clubhouse right now knowing I got a hit off of a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, you, you never want to be happy in a clubhouse after a loss. But maybe there's a little quiet feeling of accomplishment, Jess, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when the A's, they opened the season in 81, new ownership and, and all that and all the excitement and they beat the Mariners something like I don't know it was 13 to 1 or whatever it was a huge route and Dave Henderson hit his first major league home run in the game for the Mariners and afterward he said you know what I mean yeah it was it was a time you'd kind of like to celebrate but you can't when you're getting blown out so you keep that you keep that kind of quiet to yourself. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a tip your cap type of vibe, but you definitely know that a loss is still a loss. You have some time this evening. Are you going to do anything fun? Any restaurants you well, to go scout I, out? I think that there will definitely be a, a, a dining experience in the cars tonight, Jess. Got to take advantage of that. We don't get that many chances on the road. Yeah, I agree. I think I heard Dallas Braden shoved a crab in his mouth over the last 24 hours. So maybe Oh, yeah, I saw the photo of it. Yeah, I sure did. Yep, some beautiful stuff that. going on. Yeah, great job right. today. <laughs> great job today, Ken. Hey, we'll thanks. Hey, it's too. great to have you on board with us, Jess. Oh, thanks so much, Ken. Hope I you enjoyed this it. first half with us. Looking I forward did. to the second half. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, well, we'll do it again next half. Definitely. Thanks, Ken. Now, Cody, you mentioned Koenig and overall. I mean, we're going to talk about this. Is a San Jose guy. We know Townie doesn't like to claim him when Koenig doesn't have a good game, but. Not about outing for him like I talked to Ken about. That second inning was tough, but I love when a pitcher is able to even himself out. The Very much a maturation process, like I told Ken, even himself out over those following frames despite a tough second and fourth inning. Yeah, I thought he pitched well after that second inning where he gave up the grand slam to Martin Maldonado, who is an ace killer. I mean, I know we use that term with A-Rod and Nelson Cruz and Mike Trout, but Maldonado in his career – has 11 home runs versus the A's. That's the most versus any team in his career. That's his second home run versus the A's this year. But, all, but eight of his 11, I think, home runs this year or uh, eight of his nine home runs are against teams that are below 500. So take that with what you want. But 11 career homers versus the A's, uh, that's a bit alarming. But after that, Koenig settled down. Seven innings, 86 pitches, although Cole Irvin won six innings and 67 pitches last night. But we left the A's left Koenig in, which is fine. He, they wanted to get the bullpen a break, which I completely understand. But Jared pitched well. Five swings and misses. I think the 86 pitches are the second most in his young career. So I was impressed with what he was able to do out there against a very tough Astros lineup that people forget they have the second best record in baseball, not just American League Baseball. They're tied with the Dodgers now with 59 wins and are only a few behind the, the Yankees. So the Astros have a really tough lineup, and Canning was able to shut them down after the little rocky second start. I think he only had like two innings where he won over 20 pitches. So a very good outing if you take away the second inning for Canning. Yeah, and you know, I remember I was talking to Ramon Laureano recently in the clubhouse, and he said people were expecting the Astros to go down a couple notches after losing Correa and Springer, and he just said, no, they're going to remain a very good team. So despite losing those two power bats, I mean, I, I'm so glad I don't have to 
throw to Jose Altuve. The phone lines are open, unfortunately, 833-625-2278 if you want to give us a call. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we will be back. And stay tuned on the A's Clubhouse Show. Talk to you in a bit. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone, together. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their barrier locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Pitch number 86 for the lefty. And it's hit towards short. Easy chance for Elvis. Underhand toss to Nick Allen, and this inning is over. No runs to hit, and a man left. And on to the top of the eighth inning, and it's 5-0 Houston. This is A's Clubhouse. 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt here, joined by Cody Elias. Following the 5-0 loss to the Astros. Cody, I want to tap back into what Koenig did. We want to discuss, yes, he did give up that Grand Slam. Actually, let's replay that Grand Slam just to kind of get it over and done with. Do you mind reliving that with me? We'll do that in a little bit. But I want to say after that Grand Slam, he evened himself out. I don't want to beat this into pulps, and we don't know who's going to be pitching tomorrow, but very impressive outing by him. Yeah, and I was let me let me correct something I said earlier. The the eighty six pitches is now the third most he's thrown in his career. He had eighty nine oh. in his only win against the Kansas City Royals. Every, uh, Ace fans remember that was on Father's Day, which was a great day for for Jared Kenning to get his first win. In, you know, at home in front of his family when he grew up in no Aptos. strikeouts in that win. Also, no strikeouts. I know that's what was so alarming. He had the no strikeouts. He had the four walks, but you know, in uh, multiple starts this year, he's gone with no strikeouts. He said he had what today, two or three. I'm, if I, I'm trying to remember, I know he had two on his curveball for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a big strikeout pitcher, which which is fine, although it's uncommon in baseball anymore to have a guy that's not a, a strikeout pitcher where the guy on the other side of the mound, the future Hall of Famer, or we can just call him a Hall of Famer. We know he's going to the Hall of Fame. Justin Verlander had 10 strikeouts in six innings. But Kenny was able to match him after the second inning, and it was impressive because you didn't know after how, how that inning went how he was going to respond, and he responded very well. The only other hit he gave up the rest of the game was a – was the one RBI, I think it was by McCormick. And that's essentially how the A's, you know, they lose 5 nothing. Here's some here's some alarming numbers about the A's as we close in on the end of the first half. Uh, the A's have scored one run or less 33 times this year. They did it only 21 times all of last year. They've scored two runs or fewer in 45 games this year. Three runs or, four, uh, three runs or fewer in 54 games. They've been shut out 10 times. And they've struck out 10 or more times, 31 times. Today was... 16 times they struck out against Verlander and the Astros bullpen. That's the that's now tied with the most they've struck out all season uh, in a game. 16. They did it against the Seattle uh, almost at Seattle Seahawks. Seattle <laughs> Mariners on July 3rd. They struck out 16 times. So three times they've struck out 16 times. That that's an alarming number for a team that's 
in the top half of the American League in strikeouts uh, as a team per game. Yeah, and, you know, I, I actually think about this a lot. When I'm sitting in the press box and I look up at the lineup card, it gives the batting average, right? I think it was back when Jonah Bride was still playing before he landed on the IL. That was the last time I saw a guy hitting over 300. And that was a small sample size, too, of course. And it's one of those things where the guys are just not hitting right now. And obviously, you're going to need that as far as the backup and everything like that. And it would be great to see a little bit more of that, like, please. And you add those numbers into it. It's not fantastic. So we are going to open up the phone lines. Line six right now, we have Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, what's going on? Jess, welcome to the Ace Clubhouse Show. How's it going? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Thanks for the intro. I appreciate it. Oh, we're we're good. It's... uh it's a beautiful day and slow like it always is around here, but not too beautiful when you get shut out, unfortunately. I know it's, it's one of those other, you know, Cody just went over those, those numbers and I am so sick of having to tweet out, Oh, good news. The A's will not be, you know, out today. They will, they will actually shut out is the word I was looking for. The A's will not be shut out today. It's always a good day when that doesn't happen. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. You want to tip your caps to you're having one of the best, pitchers of all time really a future hall of famer as elias said on the mound 10 strikeouts you can't argue with that but you know they were still putting the bat on the ball opportunities to score some especially toward the end i was hoping tony kemp would have been our hero but that didn't happen greg no and a really a frustrating at bat to, to to pinch it in the ninth with two guys on and he looks at three strikes i mean i hate to use the term but get the bat off your shoulder i mean you're in there to try to make something happen and he and he looks at three strikes. I mean, it's it's kind of just a, a microcosm of the year offensively for the A's. And then you look up and down the lineup. And, you know, one of the things that concerns me kind of in the overall picture is looking at guys that we say are good defensively, but, but they can't hit. And the A's are littered with, you know, Sean Murphy. Oh, he's great defensively, but he can't hit. You know, I worry about, about Nick Allen. I know it's still early, and, and, and there are high hopes for Nick Allen. He's hitting 196. Um, you know, Pache, who's been sent down great defensively, you know, I think when he, when he was sent down, he was hitting a buck 60. So I don't know if something's got to change, you know, philosophy wise for the A's, but, but I know Townie talked about it a couple of weeks ago about, you know, just, just throw the book out. We, we got to start drafting and, and trying to acquire guys that can hit, you know, the, the whole, you know, walk, get on base and on base percentage. And, you know, it, it's good to get on base. Obviously you got to get on base to score runs. I get it. But, I mean, we don't have a guy in the lineup hitting 250. I mean, forget 300. We're, we're, we don't even have anyone hitting 250. So it's it's just a frustrating thing. And it's to the point now where you look back, and this is the worst. I've been watching the A's forever, going back to the, mm-hmm. the early 80s, and, and and this is the worst first half of a season I've ever watched for 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 an A's club, whether it be offensively. I know defensively they've been better lately, um, but 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 this is just a first half to forget, and I worry that. That you know, as I kind of rag on Townie about, this is probably going to go down as you know things unless things drastically change. This might go down as the worst A's team in history, as far as Oakland goes. And I just you know I'm really hoping that that we just go full bore, young guys. You know, I hate to see Chad Pender on the bench again, especially lately. Seems like he's been driving the ball a lot. You know, to see him on the bench today is really frustrating. But you know, I just want to see. I know Townie talks about this a lot too. It's time just to go full young. You know. We're at the all-star break now. This team's not going anywhere. 
just go full young. You know, I, I like seeing the kid at first base today who played. Obviously, Nick Allen playing second. We just got to go full young and just kind of, you know, discover who we got going into next next spring training. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Greg, and it's perfect timing. The draft's coming up. I believe it starts tomorrow. A's have the 19th overall pick. Um, it's a good draft class as well, and I also agree with you on having more well-rounded players. Uh, Pache, like you said, did get demoted. Hopefully he's getting some – finding out – finding some true – who he actually is at the plate. I feel like he needed to do that, silence some of the noise, maybe get that PCL boost at the plate. But, Greg, I'm right there with you. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yes. Andrea in Berkeley. What's going on? Hi, how are you? I'm good, Andrea. How are you? Good. I enjoy your work. I want to support your work and uh, definitely wanted to call in. And, um, yeah, how about Justin Verlander? <laughs> and uh, that was an excellent tweet that you put in about him tying uh, Kurt Schilling, 3,116 strikeouts. And, um, you know, speaking of A's memories, um, I remember I think he was with the Tigers during the playoffs, and the A's actually beat him. I remember mm-hmm. some of the A's fans wanted to kind of upset him, and they had pictures of um, Kate Upton in the stands. I think they were estranged at the time. So uh, just some memories there. Uh, he's uh, born February 20th, 1983, and uh, he's a Pisces. And what's interesting, I got to say, you can tell me because you're quite fashion fashionista, the Space City Unis, I think, look quite well on him because Pisces is ruled by Neptune. I think it was kind of a natural fit. So, uh, you know, that said, I thought it was interesting that uh, he was kind of representing that. And, uh, you know, what can you say about the Astros? Not my favorite team, but I'll give credit where credit is due. And, uh, you know, he did pitch a good game and, um, you know, tied that strikeout record. And, you know, that that was a sight to behold. So, uh, you know, just one of those memorable games. But I really do think that hoping the tide turns for the A's. I agree. And and luckily, I mean, historically, they're a better second half team. So we're right. kind of holding on to that. It's definitely a different team yes. this season. And yeah, and actually, Justin Verlander surpassed uh, Bob Gibson totally uh, oh, with all time strikeouts, 3,121 and counting, of course, uh, with those 10 strikeouts. And I'm glad you brought up the City Connect uniforms. Um, yes. Cody, I wanted to bring you into the conversation. I don't mind them. Cody mm-hmm. wanted to talk about them. I what are your thoughts, Cody? What do you think? I thought the Astros Space City City Connects were cool. Uh, I heard Dallas and Glenn talking about it on the TV broadcast. I, I actually like most teams. I'm not a fan of the Giants, although they actually fit their Keller scheme with the orange. Uh, I was in San Diego last week for a Padres game when they got beat. They got uh, taken out by the the Giants on Sunday. But I like their new City Connects. The only ones I don't really care for is I don't understand the Boston Red Sox wearing the yellow. But everyone else's, I don't have a problem with. Like, I think they're pretty, they're pretty slick looking for most teams. I thought the Astros is a great uh, homage to NASA and Space City, and today they're honoring uh, NASA today with the Apollo Eleven landing. So I thought that was cool. They wore those mm-hmm. uniforms. I don't have a problem with them whatsoever. I know a lot of older baseball fans don't like them, but that's why people like Jess and I, who are in the younger demographic, are liking it and they're trying to skew towards that direction. So I have no problem with it that the city connects. I agree. Andrea, thanks for calling in. Yes, thank you. Take good care. You as well. Cody, I um, got to be honest, I really do not like the Giants City Connect uniforms. I don't either. And, uh, you know, they made some news earlier today. I don't, we don't need to talk about the Giants, but they tweeted uh, out something don't, with, don't, with don't. Joey Barton, uh, Darren Ruff calling them the Bash Brothers. Uh, I don't. That didn't sit well with Ace fans and Ace Twitter. So, 
If you haven't seen it, check it out at the SF Giants Twitter, the back-to-back photos of Joey Barton, Darren Ruff, who had home runs off Josh Hader last night in the ninth inning. But uh, My palms are sweaty right now thinking yeah, about how they Ma- use the Mom term spaghetti? Bash Brothers. Uh, yeah, except I make my own spaghetti. I'm an independent <laughs> woman, Cody. Uh, um, but no, I and yeah, I like the Washington ones. I'm actually really into the Padres uniforms. Kind of looks like Barbie-ish to me, which I'm really obviously into. Um, love the Washington ones. Um, very appreciative with what the Houston Astros did. Not just the actual uniforms themselves, but the ode to, of course, NASA and everything like that. So. Yeah, Colorado has a I – I really like the Rockies. I know people don't like the green with the Rockies. I actually kind of like it. Uh, my wife was in Colorado, went to Coors Field a few weeks ago, and she got me the City Connect uh, T-shirt, and it's actually a pretty, pretty cool-looking color scheme that they have with it. And um, I, I kind of – I can't wait for the A's to have their City Connect whenever that comes out and see what it looks like because we know how well the everyone loves the A's uniforms with the white and the Kelly green and the road gray. So uh, Greg and Slow mentioned Christian Pache in, the, in AAA. He is hitting 333, two home runs, nine runs Let's driven go. in. So he is playing a little bit better in 10 games in AAA. Now, you What does that translate from the PCL to, to Oakland, though? Like a 2 we, we, we gotta be, I don't we, know. Yeah, we got to be careful because it is the PCL. Balls fly out of there like crazy. I am hitting 332 in the PCL right now. So you'd be playing in the major leagues right now. but it's 100%. And Shea Langoliers is – Greg was mentioning young players. You want to see young. Like I, I want to see Shea Langoliers play. He has 16 home runs. It's a little alarming. He only has – I think five since May 7th because uh, he hit 11 to start the year in the first month plus. But he is playing in the Futures game tonight with Denzel Clark. Or Yeah, it is tonight, right? Yeah, tonight. Um, so that's exciting for the A's to see these guys come up. But Denzel Clark is still in the low minors where Langoliers is in, in AAA, which hopefully we get to see him at some point. But that could mean a lot of th- a myriad of different things. Someone gets traded or someone gets hurt. Murph- Sean Murphy has the best average in the lineup right now for the A's. He's hitting, I think, 241. Uh, that's the best average in the A's lineup currently. I'm not counting Dermis Dur- Garcia because he's only had a limited yeah. number of bats. Where you look down in the Astros lineup, Altuve's hitting 276. Jeremy Pena, rookie, hitting 260. Bregman's struggling a little bit, but you're seeing a lot of these guys with the Astros. They 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 just know how to they know how to win games. I know yeah. that's such a baseball cliche to say they just they know how to play baseball games, but they do. That's that that's why they have been so good. That's why they've been the ALCS what five years in a row. Uh, yeah. There's a reason why they're where they are every single year, and they're even better now with a great manager in Dusty and Dusty Baker. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. I feel like watching them and like what Ramon and everybody was talking about, despite losing some big big names. I mean, being managed by a guy named Dusty Baker and still having strong Jeremy Pena hasn't even peaked yet, hasn't hit his potential. Um, so you, sometimes you just gotta you gotta tip your cap. More to come up. We see you calling in. Very exciting stuff. Also terrifies me, to be honest. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we, ha- we will take some more phone calls. But stay tuned um, on the A's Clubhouse Show. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Hey, Ace fans. 
you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets. And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Fastball strike three caught on the outside corner. That's the thing about Verlander. It's not just power. This guy's had excellent command his entire career. It's quite the combination, and he just delivered a perfect pitch on the outside edge for strike three at 97. There's another tip your cap moment as he just went past Bob Gibson on the all-time strikeout list. 3,118. This is A's Clubhouse. 833-625-2278. See y'all, I see y'all lighting up the, the phone lines. We're, we see you. Loved hearing, we're going to lean into Justin Verlander's feet passing Bob Gibson. Cody, have you ever done anything for 3,121 times? Uh, no, um, I, don't think I've, I don't think I've had a streak of doing anything consecutively that long. Uh, maybe Dave. not even breathing, not even I, breathing. I feel I like yeah, I, I can't even do that. That's a lot of math. That's hard math to do on the fly for me. 33 times the number of days I've been alive. That's a lot. But what Verlander is doing at 3,121 strikeouts now, 34 behind Pedro Martinez, also Hall of Famer. Um, that's a past Pedro. Sorry, he's 33 within tying him. He's also 71 away from tying Hall of Famer Fergie Jenkins as well, uh, 12th on the all time strikeout list, which he might get this year. Verlander could close in on 200 career strikeouts this year at age 39. That'd be the 10th time in his career he struck out 200 or more batters if he does it this year. 10 times. That's that is an um, insane number of strikeouts for a guy that we might he might be our last great hope. If you care about this, like everyone knows, I don't, but I I think it's cool when it comes to a historical standpoint to get to 300 wins. He's at 238 now, um, so he's at what he's 40. Or 62 away from 300, he needs it. So he might be our last hope to do it because Granky's not going to get there either. Yeah, I will say, like, I'm kind of whatever about wins, especially when you're watching it on a game by game basis. I've seen a lot of phenomenal pitchers and a lot of, especially a lot of phenomenal defense or bad defense, if you will, kind of even out, like, you know, like the Jacob deGroms of the world. A win doesn't mean anything in certain aspects. But when you get to that 300, that's gonna that's gonna stand out. We're gonna take another call. Mustang Matt in Disco Bay. Hey Mustang Matt, what's going on? 
Oh, nothing much. Just uh, I've got MLB Network on mute. I uh, was going to my iHeartRadio app to listen to post game, and I got the surprise because I follow you on Twitter and um, oh. had had a chance to, you know, kind of get brought in the people that I talk to because I've been on I've been on A's talk show post pre and post probably since Robert Vaughn going back pretty far. So it's well, been. Uh, Muting muting MLB Network for me is a power move, man. So I appreciate that. Thanks for calling in. What's going yeah, on? It's just, so, you know, I it's it's so funny how the tables have turned. When the when the Astros, uh, you know, made it to the AL West, we were just taking care of business, right? They were they were historically awful i don't don't know how many hundred game seasons or hundred lost seasons they had in a row i want to say it was three it was three um and it's and so and i and i was i've been scouring and looking at at you know the oakland records and i think the most we've lost is like 108 or 109 and it was you know well <laughs> a lot of 80 or 97 98 losses but you know i what i wanted to get to is I feel like right now the most important thing we need to do is we need to make sure that we stop the draft blunders. We make sure that, you know, we, we try to draft someone that wants to play our sport, you know, that, that would be cool. Um, but we just need to, we need to see some young guys come up and see where, see where they're at. We need to, if we're going to trade players away, we need to get really good quality people and, you know, if we're going to be struggling here, I, I mean, I don't, I don't foresee us struggling, you know, this bad for multiple seasons. Um, but you know, our, our as as any diehard A's fan knows, this is an ebb and flow process. We are competitive for three or four years, and then we're not competitive for three or four years, and it happens. It's cyclical. So this is a time when you know, <laughs> there's no bandwagon here. We got, but in order to enjoy you know, the good times, we, we have to get through stuff like this. And today, Justin Verlander was, you know, he, he was basically calling on his, uh, you know, his inner Cy Young and just, just comes out and just seems to give us a little bit extra. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, but, you know, I think we do need to, there, there are certain players on the team that, that need to go. I, I went to APU, saw Steven Vogt uh, as a freshman, um, I tried to walk on, it wasn't successful there, but they, they <laughs> I, I saw him from a very, very young age. Um, and I, I can't wait to see, I hope he becomes an A's manager. I really do. I think he's going to be fantastic, but I also want to see him do a little bit well, uh, a little bit better for this second half. Cause I know, I know it's killing him right now. And you know, it's, it's difficult, but you know what? We keep pressing on cause we're fans and that's short for fanatics. So, if you're not fanatical about A's baseball now, it's going to be really hard, you know, to get through these next few seasons. So, yeah, uh, it's always good to hear from you guys. Yeah, and then pour one out for Mustang Matt, man. That was like a inspirational talk that I think a lot of A's fans needed to hear. And I'm glad you mentioned Stephen Vogt. I remember him talking to us on A's Cast saying, "I I can still play." And when you have a guy of his 
veteran status, a guy who's come up not just through the ranks, but was unheard of. And then boom, he's in the World Series type of a of a deal. Um, he wants to make sure people know that he can still play. And I'm hoping the A's are utilizing him as much as possible to prove that. And you mentioned, you know, I'm 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 in a way respectful, respect. There's some respect there for Justin Verlander. You know, I'm not bashing on the A's lineup, but he still shoved. He still brought it to the A's. And despite what those numbers are as far as on the boards or on the baseball reference page, he didn't let up. And I I respect that. And, yeah, I think if you love the A's, if you don't appreciate the A's during this time, you won't appreciate them when a 90-plus season. Mustang, Matt, that was beautiful. I appreciate you calling in. Cody. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Cody, I want to know, take a step out, take a step back from you're on this show. You're an A's fan, right? How are, how are you feeling right now heading into the all-star break? Um, okay. So I'll take the A's hat off, A's employee hat off and just be a fan because I am a fan. Yeah. Um, they were on pace entering today to lose 107 games. That would be uh, right up there with the worst record in history, the Oakland A's franchise, which was back in 1979 when they lost 108 games. They went 54 and 108. The most losses ever under Billy Bean in the regime with David Forrest and, and company, I think was 94 wins. And they did it back-to-back years in, the I think, 2015 and 2016. If you pay attention close enough, you see that this team goes in streaks where they are good for a few years in a row, and then they take a couple years to retool, and then they're back again. It's happened multiple times under Billy Bean and David Forrest. I have no problem believing that it's going to happen again. It might, obviously, it's going to take another two years after this. I know fans don't want to hear that, but it could. Uh, the draft is tomorrow, which is exciting. You have the 19th pick. They there's It's a college-heavy draft, so there's a lot of college pitchers out there, but a lot of them are hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a fan, you're looking for offense, and one of the guys to look at is Dylan Beavers from Cal, the right fielder, and Brock Jones, another outfielder from Stanford. They're local ties. I've watched both yeah. of them play this year. I, they'd be great to play for in the A system. You know, they might be able to get them up faster because they're college kids and not position players who are coming out of high school and they take more years to develop. But I've done this, and I won't get too deep into it, but the A's drafting over the past 10 years has just – if you take away Olsen and you take away Chapman, it, is not, it has not been good. Um, but they're, but what the A's are so good at is finding other guys and making them good. Yeah. Like a Cole Irvin. Cole Irvin's one of the best examples. Liam Hendricks, another great example. I know he's no longer here. Marcus Simeon wasn't an A's draft pick. He was a guy they got from the White Sox. Chris yeah. Bassett. Chris do, Bassett. Let's go. They do so, they do so well scouting other teams' farm systems and, and turning these guys into gems. It's now the time to find your own guy and turn him into something special because, I mean, Mustang Matt mentioned it. Uh, don't draft a guy to plays wants to play football. He was talking about Kyler Murray in 2018. In the 2018 draft class, if you just go back and look, the first guy to debut with the A's from that draft class is Jonah Bride. He was taken in the 23rd round. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, a, sh- that's a good story with Jonah as well, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, I know he started the rehab assignment. Hopefully, we get to see him back soon because you want to see more young players, and that's what you're going to get. Like, you look at the next year. The top three picks were Logan Davidson, Tyler Baum, and Marcus Smith. Davidson's a double-A Bombs playing in, in low A, and Smith was traded to Texas for Mike Miner when the A's acquired Miner a few years ago. So they, this is kind of how the system's going. They need to find guys that they know are, can be more consistent and be better in the international signings as well because that's something Houston's done very well. Um, yeah. If you look at their team, um, what, who they've gotten over the years from their lineup, Luis Garcia, Framber Valdez, Jose Altuve was international signing, Christian Javier, Yuli Goriel. 
Now, Jordan Alvarez was a fluke because they got him from the Dodgers, and Dodgers gave up the wrong Jordan Alvarez. But still, like that's what they're doing, and the, their other guys are lower draft picks. A Jake Myers, a Chaz McCormick. Jeremy Pena was a third-rounder. Ryan Sanic was a thir- uh, was a great opener for the Rays, struggled with the Marlins. They brought him in, and he's doing great. Ryan Presley, they got from the Twins. They made him throw his curveball more. He's one of the best closures in baseball. Their player development is a machine, and that's why they're so good. So hopefully the A's can get back on track with with their player development and, and international signings. Uh, Cody Elias has been wanting to talk about that so much. He was so excited to text me about that during the For game. Sure. We have, we're going to take a quick break. Lots to come up as the A's clubhouse show continues. Left field bleacher, Brian Johansson. We see you fam. Do not leave. We also have some, some sound from Kotze. Maybe we have an update on who our starter could be tomorrow. All that and more as the A's clubhouse show continues. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash info. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Camino throws and Santana takes on the inside corner. Bring him up. Strike three called. And the ball game is over. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up, and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. He scores Jed Lowry, and the A's are back ahead 5-3. to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Abreu with the belt delivers, and Tony takes. Ring him up on the outside corner. This one's over. So the Astros blank the A's 5-0. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Jessica Kleinschmidt here, joined by the incomparable Cody Elias. Thank you all for calling in. And speaking of calls, our 
main or one of our favorite human beings in the entire world is on the line. Brian Johansson of The Last Dive Bar. Brian, my friend, how are you? Hey, you guys. Is this is this the uh, Commander and Kleinschmidt show? Oh, my goodness. How uh, do we not think of that? Kleinschmidt goes first. Yeah, so I, that, I'm just calling in first. for the Commander and Klein. Yeah, I'm calling in for the Commander and Kleinschmidt show. Um, I'm a big fan, and oh uh, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. That's really, uh, uh, you know, Verlander, yeah, three, you know, geez, he owns us. But I just called in to say what up to you guys. Brian, are you oh, what you Brian. are you what they call a first time long time? <laughs> dude, I, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a lifer, dude. I'm a ride or die for his cats, I guess. You know, I'm gonna get it tattooed somewhere on me. All right, well, just make sure they spell my last name right, Brian. Hey, no, no, no. You know what? Uh, this this was awesome. You guys had a great pregame and postgame show. This is fun to mix it up. Um, Uncle Tony's got to stop with all these vacations, but um, but you guys are filling <laughs> in, you. doing a great job, and and. Um, and yeah, it's it's you know I, I do miss I do miss County making fun of you know uh, Cody, and we always joke about that. But uh, but this has been super entertaining despite the loss today. You know. Oh, thank you, Brian. We appreciate that. Heck yeah, heck yeah. All right, hey, you guys have a great day, and uh, go A's. We'll take the series tomorrow. Definitely. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, check out lastdivebar.com. Uh, they're one of our biggest sponsors for Ace Cast. What they do with the. With all their, with everything from other merchandise, it goes back to the Ace Community Fund or things that are sponsored or, and go in, in correspondent to the Ace Community Fund is fantastic. So check them out, lastdivebar.com. I'm wearing the, the, no one can see besides Jess and Robert, but I have on the Lights Have Taken Full Effect Ken Korak shirt. Um, I do have oh, the Chris Townsend okay. shirt already that says, just make it happen. Um, I have the Ray Fossey stuff. It's, it's tremendous what they do for Ace fans and the Ace community. So thank you, Brian, for calling in and the kind words for Klein Schmidt and the commander. Thank you for doing that correctly, Cody. And I want to mimic what Brian said. Cody, you've been an absolutely fantastic co-host. Of course, everybody behind the scenes. Poor Robert has been listening to all my text messages and Google Meets, Hangouts, all the, the messages, and I appreciate it. But we do have some sound coming from A's manager, Kotze, Mark Kotze. Hopefully he gives us an update possibly on tomorrow's starter. So let's listen to that. You know, I mean, obviously the second inning kind of blew up, uh, you know, one bad inning. Um, after that, he settled down, but, uh, you know, damage was done. And Maldonado got a fastball middle and, and uh, you know, ends up hitting for a grand slam there. So a lot of momentum uh, that inning. And, uh, you know, after that, as I said, he, he pitched into the game and, and uh, you know, gave it one more run there. but. End of the day, you know, it's tough when you've got a, a Hall of Famer that is climbing the strikeout board, and uh, and you know he's going to go and put up zero. So, did you see Kenny do anything particular after the second to just kind of Well, I mean, he got some early pitch outs. Um, you know, they're probably the fourth or fifth to get deep into into the seventh inning. So, um, you know, kept the ball out in the middle of the plate um, for the most part there after that second inning. Well, that's classic. That's classic, Justin. Um, you know, life on the fastball. I threw a lot of breaking balls today. He used his breaking ball a lot. Curveball uh, he had working. Uh, you know, keep guys off his fastball. But then, you know, it. 
you watch those guys that are the best in the game and they elevate themselves when, when you get when you get runners in scoring position, and, and you saw that as well. So, um, you know, that's that's why he's still pitching at 38 and still having success. He's now 12 and 0, so um, pretty tough to beat. Uh, the pop-up that, that dropped in late, um, what would you want to see there? Well, Dermis, I think, was in position. I think Nicky was just coming over to, to, you know, make a play on the ball aggressively. So the effort's there. It's just, on, uh, you know, um, a young player being aggressive. And, and uh, obviously for Dermis, uh, you know, he saw Nick and, and, uh, and abandoned from the collision. So. Is that maybe like one of yeah, those plays happen. I mean, you know, it, it uh, stands out a little more when when you're not having success, and uh, you know, but we've seen that from from veteran players. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a mistake. Uh, we'll learn from it and turn the page. Dermis made his first MLB start. Obviously, a tough matchup in Verlander. What did you see out of him today? Oh, you know, I mean, I thought his at bats were good. Uh, he worked the counts. Um, you know, line drive, base hit. Uh, you know, run down the line. You saw you saw some speed. I think he's uh, you know for a big guy, he moves pretty well. He's pretty athletic. So yeah. How important is it to get guys like him and the young guys? You know, keep getting them at bats and experience against teams like this, against pitchers like this. Yeah. Um, you know, these guys are getting an opportunity to to earn their time here, um, to kind of uh, come up and, and uh, you know, show what they can do. Um, and um, Dermis is uh, uh, you know two hits have. have uh, Come against some some good pitching, um, so that's a good sign. And uh, you know he's he's uh, a kid that's got here and he's working hard. Um, so uh, we have not. We're going to organize a plan um, and uh, we'll get it out as soon as we can. Okay, organizing a plan for tomorrow's starter. That means we could do bullpen game, Elias. We could have. Who knows? It will not be Frankie Montas. We at least know that. Um, Mark Kotze said he's hoping Montas can pitch in that twin bill that we have with the A's hosting that doubleheader against the Tigers. Um, but I wanted to talk about Kotze and his comments on Verlander. And the reason why is we've talked about this. I Verlander, when he was in Oakland, we all asked Kotze, what were your at-bats like against a Mr. Justin Verlander? Now, Kotze batted 100, 143 slugging, and 21 plate appearances, but he did only have two strikeouts against Verlander, and Kotze did tell us that some of these at-bats against Verlander don't stand out, and they weren't very good, especially in the playoffs. We know playoff Verlander is somebody that is scary, but, you know, he just said it himself. It was textbook Verlander. I know this is pretty much turning into the Ver Verlander post-game show but sometimes you gotta you gotta tip your caps. Do you think Kotze would would do a bullpen game? Do you think he's bold enough to do that? And you know, first year managerial status. I know Bowmel was never scared to do that. But what are your thoughts? Uh, I think they will. I think it's smart going into the All Star break because there's plenty of time for the bullpen to rest up for the Thursday doubleheader. Um, there'd be what three days in between before the game started again on Thursday. Uh, I'd love to. There's one guy in that bullpen that everyone knows I have a, I guess you could call it a man crush on. Um, I'm a huge AJ Puck stand, as the kids say. Me too. Uh, um, I wanna, he has starting experience, although I wanted to see him be more in the Josh Hader role, which he's starting to evolve into a little more, pitching multiple innings. Uh, just don't give it up like Hader did last night with six runs in the ninth. But anyway, 
Uh, maybe he can start the game tomorrow for the A's. He can go a couple innings, and you can just go bullpen from there on with Domingo Acevedo, who seems like he appears in literally every single game for the A's uh, that they played so far this year. They played 92 games. I feel like he's pitched in all 92 of them. Um, and then just go from there because that way it gives your starters and your bullpen guys more of a rest with the three days, and then you can go back on Thursday with a doubleheader. You might have to call someone up from Vegas. Who knows? Um, maybe Adrian Martinez is back. Uh, I, I don't, I'm just foreshadowing. I have no idea. Frankie starts one game, Martinez the next, depending on how they want to line up the rotation. But uh, I think a bullpen game will be smart going into tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how he utilizes his bullpen. And I'm right there with you, very much a pug stan account myself. And, you know, I wanted to talk about something that Mustang Matt mentioned, and that was how the tables have turned. And last season, I think arguably the A's had the best Paul in the trade deadline and now we're becoming sellers and I know we're concentrating on the Frankie Montas's of the world but I'm noticing the tables have turned because my phone's blowing up with people I haven't talked to in a year two years saying hey what's your deal on this guy or what do you know about that guy and it's kind of interesting you know with some of these position players we're not we're we need to remember that you know people want Chad Pinders on their team people want Ramon Laureano on their team Despite some of these numbers, I mean, Bethancourt, were you surprised that somebody wanted Bethancourt that badly? Uh, no. I remember I was sitting at the airport going to uh, San Diego last weekend for a wedding, and I remember sitting in, at the uh, at the gate at Southwest, and it said that I got a text saying that um, Christian Bethancourt was traded for two minor leaguers, and I'm not surprised because it's Tampa Bay. The Rays love finding guys like, like the Ace have found. Like, they're really good at finding guys in – bring out the best in them. We've seen it with so many different guys in Tampa. Uh, one of them being Randy Rosarena, a former Cardinals draft pick, uh, farmhand. And Bethancourt did a home run last night. Like, he he's had a nice year. He hits the ball hard. And I hate when people say people hit t- players hit the ball hard because it's just a way to fabricate how bad a player is actually really playing. Uh, but he does hit the ball hard. He can play multiple positions. And you, maybe you can need him in a pinch with the Rays. You can throw him out there to start. I don't know. Maybe the Rays start something with him as a pitcher. I'm – being facetious here a little bit, but I think that that trade was smart. And I don't think, obviously that's not going to be the last one that the A's do before, before the trade deadline in August. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that when you say a a hitter hits the ball hard, it's like when you set up a friend on a blind date and they ask you what they look like and you just say, they have a great personality. That's what it kind of feels like. Uh, that's a, I mean, so people look and look for personality and, and I will say Bethancourt, I loved watching him take batting practice. It was fantastic. Um, so, so there's that. So we're going to take this phone call, Lester in Fremont, Lester, talk to me. What's going on? Hey, can can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going on, Lester? Thanks for calling in. Nothing much. Just wanted to talk. uh, Yeah. I just wanted to talk a little bit about this team. And you mentioned a couple of the draft, um, a couple of prospects in the draft earlier, you know, I, you know, Beavers and Brock Jones, those little local guys that seem like to be tied to the A's. But I, I'm hoping that Jordan Beck out of Tennessee uh, or Gilbert out of Tennessee fall in that range because I hope, you know, we've seen the A's. They, they, they want to fall in love with local guys, and I see that. But Beavers has some question marks regarding his swing. Um, he may, may be a boomer bust type of thing. I like Brock Jones. I like the makeup of him with the football player background and the intensity. It seems like he has some upside. Um, but hopefully they don't fall. If, if a Jordan Beck or Gilbert, the Tennessee guys, fall, I'd rather see them go after those guys instead of the local guys personally. Um, I think you can't be limiting yourself and falling in love with local guys when it comes to drafts. And I agree with you. I think you can't, you know, get pitchers early here. you got to go after position players. 
And I, and I also agree that and this has been a big thing with the A's. The international scouting and the lack of developing and finding and recruiting and, and getting Latin players has been just, it's been dismal over the last five to ten years. It's just you got to do – if you can't get anything locally here going on in your draft and you're not having great drafts the last ten years, you got to hope to make that up in the international player market. So, um, you know, and I read somewhere that Conte may be on the list of being the first manager fired, but it's not his fault that, you know, that the, the team was – it was a fire sale this year, and he has absolutely no talent. So I uh, just want to take the, let that all in, and, and I'll take the answers off the air. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lester. Yeah, and, you know, to Co- to Lester and Cody's point, I, I love when teams don't get too cute or play it safe going after pitchers. I love a position player. Um, I think I read it was actually McDaniel, who we had on the pregame show, said that Gilbert, he has momentum to be into the top 20 at a number of picks um, in certain areas. So your thoughts, Cody, why, why shouldn't we, why should we maybe go away toward a pitcher and concentrate more on a position player? I'm looking at the, you know, the, just the trade deadline class too. I mean, we're, we're in love with the starting pitcher, but I mean, the way that the A's are looking and we see those numbers like, dude, we need some bats. Yeah. Well, the big thing with a lot of the pitchers in the draft now is a lot of them are coming off Tommy John surgery or they've been hurt. Um, there's a couple guys that the A's have been linked to. Uh, one of them is Justin Campbell from Oklahoma State, uh, big right-hander. Um, throw he had a lot of strikeouts in in college baseball this year. Uh, I do like Spencer Jones. Um, he's a really comparable um, <laughs> to Aaron Judge because he's like six seven. Uh, oh, we'll but, say less. Yeah, well, hopefully you know he can somehow turn out to be something like. Um, uh, Aaron Judge, but he's from Spencer Jones of Vanderbilt. That is, if, if, if I know he was um, Lester was talking about uh, Tennessee players. Tennessee had the best record in college baseball. Uh, did not win the College World Series. They were eliminated in the College World Series, but they did not win. Um, they, I really, do, I'm just going off of the guys that I've seen play firsthand with Jones and and um, Dylan Beavers. I actually, the A's have no shot at getting this, and I joked with David Force about this before. I'm like, hey, if you guys get any chance to get Brooks Lee from Cal Poly. Uh, he's the guy. He's probably going to go in the top five, could even go number one overall um, as a shortstop out of Cal Poly. But I definitely think that position players, what you need, you, the offense is lacking in the A's minor league system. And you've watched over the years the guys they've gotten back in these trades, a lot of pitchers have come over. JT Ginn, Gunnar Hoglund, uh, Ryan Cusick. These have all been guys that are hard-throwing right-handed pitchers. And so maybe either look for a left-handed starting pitcher. I know someone mentioned that in one of their mock drafts. Or take a position player that you know could be a – a pretty good, you know, to above average hitter, which is something the team's lacking right now in the major lineup. But I'm not, you know, in the other comment Lester said about Mark Cossey being fired, he, he's not going to be fired. He's um, not going to be fired. It's it's year, it's year half of year one, and, we're, and if that's really what people are talking about, it's not happening. And look at what Tori Lavulo, right? He keeps getting extensions because they're not expecting the Diamondbacks to necessarily win the World Series. And obviously he's beloved. I mean, we all knew what Mark Cossey was kind of getting heading into this and and I think fans did too. So I get where I want to know who wrote that. Yeah, and I'm curious because tweet the, at them angrily. The, the first, the first people I think of the you know managers that could lose their job, and we don't want to talk about anyone losing their job. But guys that could lose their job would be maybe someone like David Ross with the Cubs or Tony Larusso with the White Sox. You know, the Cubs weren't expected to win, but um, I, I know I know the expectations in Oakland were a little lower, and you can't blame Kotze for where they're at. They're 31 and 61. Like, there's a reason why they're there. They're they're retooling for the future. Um, look how bad Baltimore's been every year until this year. But yet Brandon Hyde still has his job, and look how yeah. well they're playing this year. 
it, it happens. You have to have patience with managers, and I feel like teams do that. Wait, they jump off the manager they have way too quickly. The Cubs did it with um, Rick Renteria. They let him go, and then they brought in Joe Madden and won the World Series. The White Sox did the same thing with Rick Renteria. They had him. They made the playoffs, lost in the ALDS to the uh, the AL yeah, was it the AL wildcard series against the A's in 2020, fired Renteria, brought in Tony La Russa, and they still haven't won. I know it's only year two, but I think teams need to be more, more patient with managers. We just saw Charlie Montoyo get let go. Uh, yeah. For what for what's happened, I know they had a lot of higher expectations than you know Baltimore or the A's have had, but um, I think patience is key. But I know a lot of people like Tony disagree. Like there's not time for situations like that. But uh, yeah, I don't, the, the whole Kase being got that's not happening. Yeah, and I I gotta be honest, it's the first time that was even mentioned in my presence him being fired. So that, that for me that's good news because people love to gossip about the baseball stuff with me. So I'm pretty shocked that was the first time. Um, it's brought up now. I'm just upset and only because I love what Mark Kotze done heading into a season where he knew this was going to happen. And I'm, I'm never going to say it's difficult for somebody, you know, you can't fill the shoes of a Bob Melvin. I know that was the conversation after losing Matt Olson and Matt Chapman. How are you going to replace these guys? Some of these guys are irreplaceable and not in a numbers game, but it's just, you know what you're getting knowing these guys are no longer going to be with the team. And that's why Bo Mel went to the Padres, not just to wear those spiffy Barbie-like uniforms, but he knew the trajectory of that team. He wants to retire. We're wearing a Hawaiian shirt, drinking a Corona on the beach. Who doesn't want that? You know, so we knew that heading into it. Mark Kotze spent time as the quality control coach. If you want to know your players, that's the job you need to have. And, you know, he's open door policy, knows the team in, in and out. One of the best college baseball players in the world. And he's, he's managing a team right now. So, Mark Kotze, you got yourself a stand account along with A.J. Puck. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, um, post-game sound from Jared Koenig. And then what's on deck. And then some updates from around the league. Let's go. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. Four tickets and parking starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. 
Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their burial locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone, together. Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. This is Joe Cordell. In other ads, I've talked about the weighty matters that are on the table in divorce, assets, debts, spousal support, and of course, children. But here I want to talk to you about a troublesome issue that arises early and often in the divorce process, but which attorneys, including myself, say too little about, and that's the cost of a divorce. Yet as important as this factor is, it shouldn't overwhelm the more deserving issues that are raised by divorce. But here are just a few things that Cordell & Cordell is doing to help. We have now reduced our initial deposit or retainer. Also, there's no longer a charge for initial consultations for those who retain. And finally, we now provide on the front end a maximum fee pledge for certain modification and support matters. The bottom line is that to be a partner men can count on, we have to think about all their needs. And attorney fees are no exception. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capitol Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814. And the offer swung and grounded up the middle and backhanded on the top of the mound by Koenig. He reaches down to tennis men and he'll run halfway to first and underhanded to retire Maldonado. Slick play by Jared Koenig. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show after the 5-0 loss to the Astros. Jessica Kleinschmidt here joined by Cody Elias. You heard it. 
Jared Kennig. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually mimic what Dallas Braden said, calling him a quote athlete. That's a pretty dope play. I really appreciated it. Struggled up in around the second inning, Koenig did, uh, but he evened it out a little bit as the frames went on. I love seeing a pitcher that does that. We've talked about that off and on throughout the post game show. And I'm curious to see what he said after the game. So here is his here are his thoughts after his outing today. I think other than really the one inning um, where we gave a couple hits with two outs and then the walk, that that walk really is what I think hurt. And obviously the home run doesn't help. But other than that, I think I threw the ball well. I got, got ahead, got the ground balls I needed. Um, had good, great defense behind me. Um, overall, yeah, I'd say it was one of my better outings up here to be able to go seven innings and save the bullpen and I think that was I think that was overall positive. After the second? Um I kinda just was like normal. I mean I had I had to I just had to compete. I mean I can't go out there and and then not not do my job after that. It's like everyone's given up runs before. It just sucks that it happens right there. But to go out and do my job and keep pounding the strikes on. I think I did a pretty good job of that. I think the, big, the biggest thing was just fastball command. I had pretty good command overall. Um, I was able to get in on the hitters. I was able to get away. Um, I threw a couple good cutters uh, in, in prime situations and a couple good curveballs. I think the only other one that was not good was the one I hung to uh, McCormick and he got the, the base hit on. Yeah, I'd say overall it was just, it was just everything that I've been working on has been was getting, it's, it's starting to progress. You know, Cody, I think of some of these pitchers I, I covered a few pcl games several pcl games and those numbers you take them away and you ultimately want a pitcher to think his stuff is good and you know he talked about his command that's a huge goal of a pitcher and sounded like he was pretty happy with his outing so i think we can celebrate that right cody yeah, and he actually pitched very well in the PCL in Las Vegas. I mean, that's one of the reasons why he got he got promoted to pitch in the major leagues. He had an ERA under, well, I believe it was under two and a half pitching for the Aviators. And uh, a good friend of Ace Cast and Ace Cast Live, Fran Reardon, who runs the greatest offensive club in the history of baseball down in Las Vegas. But mm-hmm. uh, that's why Kenny was promoted. And today, you know, his final line, seven innings, six hits, five runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Obviously, the grand slam allowed. But the seven innings was is impressive. And a number that's not impressive, if you want to look at something where I mentioned in pregame about Sandy Al- Alcantara and how good he's been with the Marlins, I think like 17 of his 19 starts, he's gone at least seven innings. Um, the A's this year, their starting pitchers, when they go seven innings, at least seven innings, the A's are two and eight. Mm. That's something you need to uh, improve on when your starters going deep into games. That's why they've scored a one run or less in 33 games. So Well, now we know why Kotze likes to pull Cole Irvin sometimes. Well, I guess. I mean, he's got to score. I mean, Cole Irvin doesn't get any run support. And, well, I mean, it's hard to say. A lot of Not a lot of the guys on the A's have gotten run support. In one of the 30-year games, you have scored under one run or less. That's going to be a concern going forward. Um, one thing I wanted to throw out there real quick before we get to the uh, out-of-town scoreboard, Kylie McDaniel, who we had on pregame from ESPN, he, his mock draft, his final one for the draft tomorrow, which starts at 3 p.m. Pacific, 
he has uh, Connor Jerpy, a lefty from Oregon State, to the A's at 19. But he also mentioned – or Cooper uh, Jerpy, sorry. I always get him confused with some, why Connor. But he also has Justin Campbell, Dylan Beavers, Drew Gilbert, and Daniel Susak uh, as guys. And then they also mentioned a, call, uh, mentioned a high school catcher. The A's do not need another catcher. They got Soderstrom. There's Langoliers. There's Murph. McCann's in AAA. They have plenty of catchers. They need position players – Primarily in the outfield, because uh, sh- shortstops is usually a position that they look at a lot in the, in the drafts too, because of their versatility to be able to play around uh, around the diamond. But let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank, and obviously the A's lost five nothing today to the Seattle Mariners. But if you go around the rest of the league, the Mets and the Cubs are, in a, are warming up. The Orioles and Rays, bottom of the eleventh. Rays down six four to Baltimore. Yankees, Red Sox. If you want to watch them, they're on Fox right now because. You know, they're going to promote them every time they play. The Yankees are up 4-1, bottom the second. Giants, Brewers, bottom the third, no score. The Nationals and Braves, after Juan Soto turned down $440 million on his Star Wars bobblehead day, are trailing the Braves 6-3 in a rain delay in the eighth. The White Sox fell to the Twins 6-3. The Cardinals beat the Reds 11-3 in St. Louis. The Mets took down the Cubs 2-1 in extra innings, out game 11. Blue Jays. Against the AA Royals, who have nobody on their team because of the vaccination status in Toronto, and on their team, beat the Royals 6 5, the, the Jays did. Pirates fell to the Rockies 2 0. Sad face. Uh, Mariners won their 13th in a row against the Rangers in 10 3 2. Cleveland all over Detroit 10 0. And the Phillies and took down the Marlins. They blanked the Marlins 10 0. Max Meyer, highly taught a prospect, made his debut. Uh, not very good. Um, he has an ERA over eight for the the fish. So, again, the final for the A's, 5 nothing. They fell to Houston. And we got to see Verlander pass. What he did on the mound was and we, I think we all kind of expected it. Um, it was – I don't know how to put it in the words anymore, what he's doing at his age. It's just, uh, it's just remarkable. But now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber – for all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. Tomorrow, 10-10 a.m. pregame, that's Ace Huddle Access, with Joe Hughes, live with Vince. Jonathan Mayo, um, he'll start to show with Vince. Then Jonathan Mayo with Chris Townsend, so a preview of the draft. You'll have the view from the press box with Vince, part two of Ray Fossey and Phil Garner, and A's hitting coach, Tommy Everidge, with Ken Cork. That's 10-10. First pitch, 11.10 a.m., uh, or 10.10 pregame, first pitch, 11.10 from Houston with Ken and Vince. We have a lot of stuff to look forward to, Cody. And we have an all-star break ahead of us. Can't yeah, I'm actually, actually going to be there. I'm going to the Home Run Derby. So You're going to be in it? Well, I, I wish I was in it. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to be at the Home Run Derby. I've been to the All-Star game before. It was in D.C., I think I'm going to wear my Bryce Harper Home Run Derby champion shirt, even though he's not participating. This way I have some uh, Home Run Derby stuff to wear. Um, is there anyone you like to win the Home Run Derby? I just hope everybody has fun. No, I think I would really love for Pete Alonzo to take it again. I feel like I heard somewhere somebody say the Home Run Derby, if Pete Alonzo were to die and go to heaven, his heaven would be the Home Run Derby. And That's I really – I loved that. I thought it was beautiful. Um, so I, I, I really like a guy that will win it multiple times. A um, little bummed. We we weren't going to see Shohei put on a show again. Um, I loved watching Matt Olson. I mean, 
take over last season. That was really fun to watch him. I just love an A's guy in the spotlight. And I'm really looking forward to Paulie B taking it all in. He said he's going to watch that. Um, and then bug Shohei Otani because he gave that awesome quote saying, facing Otani is like playing a video game against a creative player whose numbers are all the way up. And I asked him, I was like, are you going to bring that up to Shohei? He's like, oh yeah. If anybody said that about me, I would bring that up. So they'll be watching the all-star game and then Paul Blackburn will be bugging Shohei Otani, a sentence I never thought I would say. We're going to pause for a few seconds uh, for stations to identify themselves. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. That went by too fast. That was like a pause, but like a, like yeah. there was, yeah, I couldn't even breathe. It's usually 10 seconds for the station IDs. This is all my years in sports talk and now doing uh, A's pre and post and A's cast stuff. I, should have given you a heads up that it's 10 seconds. I actually saw the message I mean, late. I knew it was. I, I listened to the show, but, like, your 10 seconds might be different from mine. My problem is, and I tweeted this out recently, like, I think 2.45 is an hour away from 3.15. I think that's an hour apart. Like, I don't – anyways. Yeah, you have a warped sense of time, it seems like. But that's okay. Everyone has their own thing. <laughs> Control the controllables. Yeah, see, there it is. That's a big mantra I live by for med- with my meditation. Controlling the controllable is something you definitely need to do. And if you need to look at your time that way, then, then you do you, Jess. Who said that? Who said? Who was that soundbite from? That was uh, Scott Emerson. Oh, beautiful. Emo's a walking drop slash soundbite. Um, he's oh one of the gosh. best. If you ever get a chance to sit next to him and Mike Aldretti in the dugout pregame, you'll leave full of knowledge but also like some w- WTH moments. Like, what the heck was that? It was beautiful. But all that. Cody, my friend, I had a blast with you today. Same. The Kleinschmidt Commander show episode one is going to be available. It's Ace Clubhouse, but as Brian deemed it, Kleinschmidt and the Commander, it will be available on. Uh... The street name is Kleinschmidt. <laughs> yeah. The, the show will be available on our, on our website, athletics.com slash acecast. As soon as it's over, because. Um, I do double duty. I'm host co-hosting with you and also still producing and putting things up on the uh, on the website for us. So um, big thank you to Ken and Vince and to Towney for letting us do this and to yeah. Robert Costa, who's in the studio, having to deal with this nonsense all day since 11 a.m. this morning. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to mirror what Cody said. Robert, you've been phenomenal. Thanks to Uncle Towney, um, Vince and Ken. Fantastic. Mainly Cody and I told you this. People, when they do broadcast, whether it's something like this or bigger or smaller, a lot of these people cannot do great work without a great broadcasting partner. And I am so thankful that you helped and, you know, calm me down a little bit. I know we were both a little bit nervous heading into it. I shouldn't have said that. I don't want to get too many peeks behind the curtain, but very appreciative of you today. And you made this fun, which is the ultimate goal. So thank you again. No, of course you did the same for me. Um, It was a lot of fun and I hope we get to do it again down the road. Um, enjoy the all-star break because um, I'm sure I know there's still a game tomorrow, but I'm driving to LA. Actually, I'm going to Pismo. So maybe I'll stop and see Greg and slow who calls in all the time. I'm Greg. I'll, I'll wait from afar, but I'm going to Pismo tomorrow. Then LA for the home run derby on Wednesday, uh, Monday. And I'll be back for the doubleheader on Thursday. But. Oh, enjoy. I'm going to reconnect with people who have not seen me the entire first half of this season. So yeah, that's that sounds, that sounds like a lot of fun question mark 
I mean, yeah, like they haven't seen me in since maybe before spring training. I'm a little bit chubbier, so that'll be fun for them to see. Like first half, put some weight on me, but you know it's good. It's well, fine. I'm glad you're going to do that. Remember, everyone, 10:10 a.m. A's total access with Joe Hughes tomorrow. 11:10 first pitch, Ken and Vince. A's and Astros finale of the first half of the season in Houston. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of it, uh, the re- second half of the season. And Jess, hopefully we'll get to do this again. Definitely. All right. Well, for, for myself and Jessica Kleinschmidt, Robert Costa in the studio, Ken and Vince and Townie, uh, this is Cody Elias and Jessica Kleinschmidt signing off from the Ace Clubhouse Show. Remember, 1010 a.m. tomorrow for A's Total Access. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than the Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See, we didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Now, you know when it came to my KFC meal, I had to put some thought into it. KFC, may I take your order? So I started off with a warm and toasted brioche bun. Word of advice, do not sleep on brioche buns. They're French and they're fire. Come on. Now, for the star of the show. Have you ever seen such a beautiful chicken sandwich? you got to make mine spicy. Add a side of mac and cheese, secret recipe fries, ranch, and an ice-cold lemonade. And there you have it. Check out the new Jack Harlow meal at KFC. Order ahead or on the KFC app today. Prices and participation may vary. 
This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the pitch again to Elvis. Swung on line to right of base hit. Chavis to third up with the ball is Dyson. Here's a throw to the plate. And it's going to be close to dive the tag. Save at the plate. And the A's have won it. And that is blasted. Left center field on its way, way back. And Sean Murphy is hit it out. The A's go back to back. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. Down the line, Tucker giving chase in the corner at the wall and gone. Tony Kemp unloads on Luis Garcia. Shocks the Astros with the long ball. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's baseball.